Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. Did you know the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all of the social media outlets? Give us a like, follow, share, subscribe, or even a review if you're feeling generous. Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Hate to apologise, but we've had to bring in some fresher, new talent in NXT 2.0 review as Troy's one-week extension of his contract has expired and he's not resigning. Hi, Big Tasty, how's it going? Hello, I am the hot, <laughs> young talent that has been brought in to rejuvenate this brand. Oh. Uh, in fact, my, my name's not Big Tasty anymore, it's Big Breaker. Big Breaker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's, by the end of this, it'll just be Breaker, and then next week it'll just be B, and then it'll just be nothing. Um, I guess, I guess... <laughs> oh. <laughs> How, how are you on this fine um, evening? Yeah, I'm fine. So this is just to put everyone <laughs> to get a bit of context. I think this is the first NXT that I've watched since probably in your house. Uh, oh boy! <laughs> Earlier this year. Um, so I'm really excited to see me some Johnny Gargano, some Kyle O'Reilly, all my favourites. Um, all your favourites, and two of them are on for a solid like two minutes on the show. <laughs> yeah, a little Tommaso Ciampa, a little, um, well, Adam Kenobi's gone. Um, <laughs> all those guys, uh, I'm sure they'll all be here. Uh, would you like to talk about something else first? Shall we? I think so. Yeah, that? I think let's 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 have some, let's have some unbridled positivity to start the uh, to start the episode. Positivity is a strong word for some of these that are coming up. Uh, tidbits for the 14th and 15th. Um, there's no birthdays on the 14th, but our first pay-per-view for the day... And it was Eddie our... King's birthday yesterday, mate, so... Oh, well, there you go, Eddie King's then. Happy birthday. There Not for go. today, so... but today's the 14th. Yesterday, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, the 14th, yeah, there you go. We're talking about the 14th, there yeah, you good. go. So, so, sorry, Eddie King's then. Don't <laughs> he's going to fuck you up now, mate. <laughs> Do not come after me, please, I beg you. Um, WWE Armageddon 2003. Oh, are, are you ready? I'll, yeah, I'll so it. just to put it in perspective, 2001 was the one with the with the nudity, wasn't it? The nudity? Armageddon when, no was that when Miss Kitty with the, with the boobs out? Channel 4. Oh, that was way before. That was 2001, wasn't it? Because it didn't, or was it 2000? Because I remember, 2000 Channel, Miss I, remember, I remember Channel 4 got dead upset because it was one of the ones they paid for. Was it Mini? Was it Bad no, it, was, it was Armageddon, Bad I'm sure it was. Oh. You carry on, then I'll find out. Yeah. Um, 03, Booker T defeating Mark Henry in a singles match. I don't know what the stakes were. Um, Randy Orton defeated Rob Van Dam to become Intercontinental Champion. Uh, Chris Jericho and Christian defeated Leon and Trish Stratus in an intergender tag match. That was the whole leading up to Mania and Trish giving Christian a big kiss at the end of Mania. That yep. was that storyline, yeah. Uh, Shawn Michaels defeated Batista. Uh, but then after, in a tag team turmoil match, Batista and Ric Flair last eliminated the Dudley Boys to win the World Tag Titles. 
Uh, Molly Holly defeated Ivory to retain the women's title. And Triple H won the World Heavyweight Championship after Goldberg, Goldberg held it for a month. Um, and Kane in a triple threat. Hunter came in with his golden shovel. We're like, nah, take him out, mate. Having that. Yeah, you've had it for a month. That's it. Geese it back. That's two weeks too long. <laughs> I lost the, the last pay per view. So okay, just, just quickly. So it was Armageddon 99 when um, the cat won the title and then took her top off. Oh, the mud thing, the mud fight. Yeah, there Ivory, was there was no yeah. Armageddon two thousand and one. It was renamed because of the September eleventh attacks in two thousand and one. Yeah. So, and two thousand was the Armageddon Hell in a Cell match. That was a triple threat with Ivory, I think, for the um, women's title. Um, what was it? Oh, that was two thousand. Was it two thousand? Yeah, and that was two thousand was a six man Hell in a Cell. And that was when Dean Malenko made Lita tap out to a Texas Cloverleaf. Oh. oh. Oh, I'm getting very close to those waters on the watch along <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> Remember when WWE just, just endorsed men, just like breaking women in half? Yeah, Trish Stratus is somewhat getting ready to bark like a dog at some point. Oh god. <laughs> we've, uh, come, we've come next- so far in 20 years. <laughs> um, next up, We'll stick with Farm again, but we'll go to 2008 this time. Uh, Vladimir Kozlov defeated Matt Hardy. How does that sound for an opener? Fucking hell. Yeah. CM Punk defeated Rey Mysterio to determine number one contender for the Intercontinental right. title. Yeah, I've done uh, Finlay defeated Mark Henry in a Belfast brawl. That's the street fight. I'll, I'll assume that's a street fight. <laughs> um, Batista defeated Randy Orton. Uh, Michelle McCool, Maria Kelly Kelly, and Mickey James defeated Maurice Gillian Hall, Victoria, and Natalia, or Natela is how they spelled it here. Um, and an eight Diva Santos little helper tag team match. You've come a long way in 20 years. <laughs> well, 12 years, even. Yeah, 12 years. That's why now. <laughs> um, John Cena defeated Chris Jericho uh, to retain a world heavyweight title. And in the main event, Jeff Hardy defeated Edge and Triple H to win uh, his first WWE title. Ah, his first. Nice. So I have no, like, I have a blind spot for this era of wrestling. I have no recollection of Jericho and Cena ever fighting each other. Yeah, there's a whole 2008. Was that when Jericho was, like, calling himself the best in the world? This was Suit Jericho? Yeah, Suit Jericho. I don't know. All I know is, like, break the walls down, then flashy jackets, and then dad. The No Mercy ladder match with Shawn Michaels. And never saw it? You never, you never saw it? I was, I was out between, like, 2002 and, like, 2010. I, I recommend that ladder match, Tasty. It's very good. You'll have to do me like a list of like things. Like, you know, like um, Captain Between America. Between those has, two years. Like yeah. Captain America has like a list of shit that happened when he was frozen. You have to do me a list of like, the things I missed when I stopped watching wrestling. Uh, in, the, in those two years, just give you a list. Um, yeah. And finally, for the 14th, we'll go to 2014 now, sticking with WWE though. Tables, ladders, and chairs, and stairs. Oof. 
<laughs> Finally, stirs get their rightful place in the pantheon of wrestling weapons. Uh, in the opening match, which I'm pretty sure is a very good match, uh, Dolph Ziggler defeated Luke Harper to win the Intercontinental title. That's not just because Dolph Ziggler's in it in a ladder match with his spaghetti so, so you're telling me Brody Lee, the exalted one, the late great Brody Lee, dropped the IC title to Dolph Ziggler? At tables, ladders, chairs, and stairs. In the opening match, yes. In the, in the curtain, Jerker. Fuck my Aye. life. Uh, this is the third longest match in the card, so they, they gave it as two. Oh, fair play. I mean, I'm sure they will. Exactly. When you've got a big monster, Brody Lee, and then Spaghetti Leg, Dolph Ziggler, climbing up the ladder. Just selling, Dolph just selling his dick off for everything that happens. Exactly. Um, the Usos defeated Damian Mizdow and The Miz by DQ for the tag titles. No, so. I, I did like Damian Mizdow and The Miz. They were they were good yeah. fun. Solid act. Solid act. And then they stopped it and then Mizdow went to shit. Yeah. In <laughs> uh, a Steel Stairs match, Big Show defeated Eric Rowan. <laughs> well, it was a rough night for the Bludgeon Brothers, wasn't it? <laughs> Steel stairs, Matt. Steel oh. stairs. Like, why? That's awful. <laughs> I have so many questions. <laughs> uh, John Cena defeated Seth Rollins in a tables match for Cena's number one contender status for the world title. So Cena was already number one contender, apparently. But Seth Rollins decided he wanted it, so they just decided to have a match for it. Because authority at the time was oh, was this was just like the authority. This yeah. was literally just after Zolf Ziggler. Fuck me, Aaron. Dolph Ziggler done the whole Survivor Series thing. Yeah, this was a month later. I guess this wasn't too long after Ron's heel turn either. Yeah, a couple of months. Yeah, because he was like Triple H's Golden Boy, wasn't he? For a bit after that. Yeah, yeah. That this is prime Golden Boy. Several hours. Uh, Nikki Bella defeated AJ Lee to retain the Divas title. Christ. Uh, Ryback defeated Kane in a chairs match. Christ. <laughs> Rusev defeated Jack Swagger by technical submission to retain the US title. In a match you could actually see in AW this week if you wanted to, um, if they booked it. Um, that, that's the shortest match on this card, by the way. Bloody hell. <laughs> and in the main event, why was this in the main event? It makes no sense. It got plenty of time as well. Uh, Bray Wyatt defeated Dean Ambrose by pinfall in a <gasps> DLC match. Is this the one where the fucking monitor exploded on Ambrose? Oh, that sounds like a shout, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, this will be this one. I, re- I watched that because I was like, oh shit, Bray Wyatt Dean Ambrose, that's going to bang. Uh, and uh, they, they managed to fuck it. Not the, not the two guys, but WWE managed to fuck it up somehow. Yeah, in the end, Ambrose retrieved a TV monitor, but it exploded, blinding Ambrose. There you go. That's how that one. Spoilers. (laughs) I mean, well, we've come a long way in seven years. (laughs) Uh, We'll go to today, the 15th. A couple of birthdays. He once did a flip off the six sides of steel that one time. He likes Skipper's birthday. Please don't die. He looks deeper and walk the cage. He, no, he's he did a flip. He actually walked around the top yeah. of the fucking cage as well, which was ridiculous. And it was a runner that he'd done as well. Yeah. Oof, he was a, he was a lad, wasn't he? 
he was a lad that didn't get very far. Was he ever X Division champion? I don't think he was. I don't was think he was, no. I think no. he was, was, think he was tag champion at any point. No, he was, was he, always was, in the multi-man matches for the X was, was, he, was he in sex? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, I don't know. Sorry, uh, sports entertainment extreme. Yeah, yeah, de- yeah, that one. Maybe it was. I don't know. Um, next up, uh, more known for having mates like Fifi the French Piddle and Kenzo Suzuki. It was needed pre's birthday. Fair. Yeah. Uh, someone gave us a box of WWE action figures a while back, and uh, one of them is Rene Dupree. And I had to explain to everybody who Rene Dupree was, including like most customers. How old were these people, and why? I mean, I mean the, no one really cares about Rene Dupree, do they? To be fair, considering I've just said like best known for having mates, <laughs> not yeah. in Liverpool, mate. Not in Liverpool. Not in Liverpool. <laughs> um, in 1963, uh, one of the most famous stars in the history of Japanese wrestling, Ricky Dozan, died at the age of 38 following an infection brought from a stabbing by a Yakuza gang member a week earlier. Yes, no. Uh, All right. 30, 38 year old. Jesus. Uh, well, well, we just quickly gloss over that one now. Yeah. Uh, so, sounds good to me. I mean, nowadays uh, you've got like, so back then, like the Yakuza were actually stabbing wrestlers. Now you've got like New Japan wrestlers appearing in Yakuza games. Yeah. So it's, got, it's, got, it's gone full circle in a lot of ways. <laughs> Ricky, Do- Ricky Dozan died literally for that. He died so that they could live. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first pay-per-view we'll go to there's two for today we'll go to 2002 again have we been? no we haven't I don't know why I'm saying no, again no no we did 2003 I think yeah, yeah. Uh, Armageddon funnily enough hey almost, fancy that <laughs> it's almost like it's Armageddon season or something um, on the card it was an odd choice of name for like a Christmas pay-per-view isn't it like the December one yeah I mean, I suppose they ruined December Dismember, so you couldn't do that anymore. <laughs> they done it that one time and that was enough. <laughs> like, nah. <laughs> Where they only gave you two matches on the card. Let's just stick to Armageddon. <laughs> that's, that's fine. We, we trust that. <laughs> um, on the card, uh, opening match, Booker T and Goldust defeated Chris Jericho and Christian, the Dudley Boys, and Lance Storm and William Regal in a fatal four-way elimination match to win the world tag titles. Wow. Um, Edge defeated A Train by DQ. Why did you need to defeat A Train by DQ? I don't know, but sure. Your big sweaty man, mate. Oh, he, he would have been Big Show's pal at this point, wouldn't he? Got a size one. Yeah, yeah, he would have been Big Show's pal. Um, Chris Benoit defeated Eddie Guerrero in a singles match by the submission. Yeah, that'd be good. Crossface. That'd be, I'd be up for that. Batista defeated Kane. Sure. Uh, Victoria defeated Jacqueline and Trish Stratus to retain the women's title in a triple threat. Uh, Kurt Angle defeated the Big Show to retain the, to win the WWE title. This was Brock Lesnar running in and assisting because of Survivor Series prior. You know that yeah. pay per view that we've watched together and yeah, yeah, yeah the one that, one. oh god, yeah. <laughs> and in the main event. Speaking of Triple H and his golden shovel, Triple H defeated Shawn Michaels 2-1 in a three stages of hell match for the world title. <laughs> <laughs> to win or to retain? 
to win because Shawn Michaels won the Chamber the month prior. Ah, right, okay. At Survivor Series. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Watch that, I remember. I remember. Yeah. I remember. Uh, stage one was a street fight won by Triple H. Steel, stage two was a steel cage match won by Michaels. And then the third went to a ladder match won by Triple H. Yeah. And very last one. Quickly, we'll go to 2019. Get ready to cry because there's a few names on here. Uh, 2019, WWE TLC. Uh, open the match is a ladder match. The New Day defeated Re- the Revival for the SmackDown tag titles. Um, Alistair Black defeated Buddy Murphy in a singles match. I mean, that would have been fun, right? It still is fun. Literally had a match. Yeah, they time. literally did it in yeah. somewhere. Somewhere, huh? Uh, the Viking Raiders defeated the OC. No, it was a double count out, sorry. It was a draw. Of course it was. <laughs> King Corbin defeated. So, no, how, so how do you get two like two certified like New Japan tag teams? Put them on a WWE show, and all of a sudden they're on fucking double counters. Because they're not WWE creations. That's why. <laughs> it's like, it's like can, can we find a way for them both to lose? Went, no, we can't. Ah, fine, just do a draw. <laughs> um, King Corbin defeated Roman Reigns by pinfall in a TLC match. Um, I, ne- I never get these TLC matches that are just one person, one on one or submission. Yeah, it's just there's just shit all. It's not just a no DQ match or like a hard match. It, it, it genuinely is. What's the point in the ladders <laughs> if you're not climbing it? <laughs> uh, Bray Wyatt defeated the Miz. Um, is that when he like tried to abduct his child and stuff? Is that I something? have no memory. I, I think Oof. that was this point. But Bray Wyatt versus The Miz ever happening. I don't know how it can, because they're both, like, perfect. They're both heels. They have to both be heels. I don't understand how they can feud over anything. Yeah, I'm sure this is when Bray Wyatt gave The Miz's Baron a doll of The Fiend, and it was weird. Mm. Was this, like, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, or was this pre-Fiend? This was Fiend, yeah. I don't remember The Fiend ever getting in, getting in with Miz, to be fair. Jesus. Yeah, this was definitely Fiend. Yeah, because I remember the whole baby thing. I mean, this, um, wouldn't been, this wouldn't have been too far off from his title win, right? Was he champion at this point? Um, maybe. The title is not on the line. So I don't know. I don't know why it's not on the line. So he dropped the, this was like December 2019, right? We dropped the belt to Goldberg, didn't he? In February 20, in March 20, like February 2020. He dropped the belt, yeah. Yeah. And he had it at the Rumble in January as well. Did he win it at the Rumble? No, because it was a strap match for Daniel Bryan, which he... so he must he must have been champion then at this point. He must he must have been champion. The title just wasn't. Miz was just deemed not important enough to be a title challenger. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! And and the main of no no Bobby Lashley defeated Drew Seven a tables match as well. Can't forget about that. Uh, and in the main event, the Kabuki Warriors Asuka and Kyrie Sane defeated Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. In a TLC match for the women's tag titles. And I mean, on, on the poster, the poster was Bray Wyatt and the Miz. Oh, I saw it was. Oh, Jesus Christ! I, it must have, it must have been whilst they were champion. They just went, nah, you're all right. Uh, the SmackDown tag titles getting the time that they're maybe well, they should be due. Becky and Charlotte are also there. So yeah, it was 20, 26 minutes the main event. Yeah, 
Yeah. Baron Corbin and Roman Reigns went 22 minutes. Like, no one wants to see that. Just for the sake of it. The thing is... No, no the, one wants 22 ri- minutes of Baron Corbin. That rivalry went on for genuinely about eight months. Yeah. That well, that, was... well, that Miz Wyatt match went six minutes. Um, the fiend must have just killed him. It was it was on the po- it was on the fucking poster and it went six minutes. The shortest match on the card, mate. <laughs> but yeah, that is tidbits. So it exactly <clears throat> says here. Uh, oh no, yeah. So yeah, um, why it was the Universal Champion at that point? Yeah. I just don't know why it wasn't a title match. Yeah, Universal Champion Bray Wyatt faced the Miz in a non-title match. The fuck noise. Cool. That's when when Daniel Bryan came back, apparently. Yeah, because it was him and Wyatt, the Rumble. Yeah. It's the one I went to. Well, he wrestled as Bray Wyatt, not as The Fiend. So Miz didn't even get The Fiend. He wasn't even important (laughs) enough to get The Fiend. So the Miz didn't even get a good Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Miz just got barred by sweaty dad Bray Wyatt. So apparently Wyatt gave him a sister Abigail on the outside. And then so he only did two moves. He did one sister Abigail on the outside, and then Miz got back in just for the ten count, and then he gave him another sister Abigail and pinned him. And that was all Bray Wyatt did the entire match. How long was this ten count? It was six minute forty. Oh no, because most of it was like Miz trying to um like Basically, getting beat, hitting Bray Wyatt, and Bray Wyatt's laughing like because he liked it. Oh, okay, right, fair, sure. Um, that that is tidbits. <laughs> Yay! Are we, Are we ready to go to the good stuff now? Let's, let's get into the meat of proceedings. Yeah. I, I get questioned about so many. <laughs> um, opening the show, we get a nice intro about Gargano last week and then Waller attacking him. Um, I, I don't know if you realise, Tasty, but the story of this is just Waller is a cunt. Yeah, and at no point tonight, in any point in the broadcast, do they say the name Johnny Gargano? No, no, or, <laughs> or, or, or the other one. Or but the they actually one. show, like, the guy who beat him up and he's talking about, like, beating, him, beating the guy when he doesn't, he's not allowed to say his name. He doesn't even say who, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's not part of the company anymore. You can't go say names. <laughs> uh, Waller getting that X pack heat is more Baron Corbin heat or whatever My you want to call it. Perfectly naturally assembled fans who just happen yeah, to be there. They just happen to be there in the parking lot. It's fine. Ready to go. With, with signs and a big, and they were all organised. They chanted and they were all like spread out in like a perfect like semicircle. Just just happened to happen. It was mad. It just happened like that. Crazy. <laughs> Even had a little tent up just in case it rained because it's space for them. Um, and then the first match tonight, we get Cameron Grimes versus Duke Fudson, who looks a little like Joe Hendry with his gold pants on. And Joe Hendry's now got blonde hair, so they look very, very similar. He's got completely natural hair. Um, completely natural hair. <laughs> yeah. This is the no DQ match because this story never ends. Uh, it's getting a bit rubbish now. I mean, it was rubbish before. Um, match I mean, the, starts. The, the match was perfectly fun. Like they did some cool shit. Yeah, I've got a couple of things in. Match starts. Instant weapon use uh, with Grimes trying to grab Duke's hair. Obviously, constantly. 
a nice leap over the rope into German suplex. That, that was that lovely. Time. Yeah, and that he, he sort of grimes. They landed on his head as well at the time because he yeah. sort of did a full flip and went landed on his stomach. Yeah, it was very good. Uh, Grimes leaps into a vicious Uranagi as well onto a chair. In oh the yeah, that was that was oh, oh, yeah. That looks so. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just went to break after that. I went right there. You go. You get a breather. You can have a little lie down for it, mate. It's fine. No. Uh, after the break, Grimes had power bombed through the poker table for a two that yep. definitely didn't have a groove down the middle of it to easily break. Honestly, <laughs> um, Hudson, so is, is, so, sorry, can I just interject here? Was is Hudson's yeah. gimmick that he's like a poker player? He, he's, that's genuinely his gimmick, right? Fine, okay, move on. Oh, uh, there was one point a couple of weeks ago, Tasty, where they actually played poker in the ring. And it was all set up on the screen, like what was their percentage of winning? Oh, um, like in World Series of Poker, like an actual. Yeah, like... it was. It was awful. It <laughs> lasted like ten minutes. It was horrible. I'm guessing it was all like set up so the cards go out like the right order. And I'm actually they fucked that up, and it like yeah. they, they got dealt the wrong cards. Well, at no point did you see the last day shuffle. Um, Grimes had a zero percent chance of winning, but pretended he had a good cards. So oh, then he bluffed him. He bluffed him, and then he goes, "I didn't even know you could bluff." Ha-ha. Oh god! <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Fudson goes to shave Grimes' hair. Uh, Grimes goes, "Nah, pal, hitting a cave in whilst Duke sits on the chair that he was going to use to shave on him, and um, for the win." So I don't understand this. So. Why not just beat him and then shave him? I, I don't know. I why why go for the why go yet. for the clippers and then that costs him a match? Because he's got lovely hair and wants to shave it off, even though he had the chance to before their match at War Games to shave it off, but he just trimmed it a little bit. Fair. <laughs> um yeah. Match was fine, finish was stupid, but yeah. And at the end, there's a big, um, there's a big reveal of um, Grimes pulling off Hudson's wig, which yeah reveals his that has that has a like less hair than what he would have if he let it grow for a week and a half. But yeah, it's fine. He definitely didn't shave it in between. He was it. like freshly shaven. <laughs> you still see a bit of cream on his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a fun match. Um, yeah, it didn't it didn't like. It, 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 once it, 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 they just kept it going, and they, they didn't drag. And, um, yeah, Grimes is decent, isn't he? he's, he's fine. Yeah, um, but this is how most NXT 2.0 shows go, Tasty. Where the opening match is quite good. They front load it to draw you in, and then uh... they, they front load it, and then you usually get quite a good match at the end. And then in between is where we get all the good stuff in quotation. <laughs> So speaking of that, um, we had a little um, after this. We had a little quick video package where you see MSK meeting um, Matt Riddle backstage or Riddle, whatever they're calling him this week. Yeah, you're you're way ahead, but sure. Oh well, no, no, it's, it's no, no, no. Aye, they go back to it. Aye. No, they go back to it. This is the first one where they just bump into him and they just go off to get high as shit. Uh, uh, there's th- this has been lasting about six, seven weeks now, tasty of them just traveling across America. 
yeah. going, what's in my bag? And doobie it's jokes. probably a load of ganja. As, yeah, as what could it be? But it's like this is like the this is this is so bizarre because they're they're like heavily implying that they're off getting absolutely crack baked, and yet they're not allowed to in any way insinuate that any of them are taking any drugs. But they are all acting as though they are high as shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's just innuendos about drugs constantly. Yeah. Oh, I'll see you at twenty past four. Oh, the guy at the airport, like. Went through all my bags because he smelled something funny. <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ! It's like it's like if like they tried to make dude where's my car into a kids film. Yeah, like they even got stopped for driving eight miles per hour because the world was going too fast for them or some shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, for fuck's sake! Well, we'll get back to it because there is more of that to come. Yeah, weirdly. Um, okay. Uh, Next up, we get Cora Jade backstage. Dakota Kai interrupts her almost instantly. Jade calls her mum, and then Dakota Kai gets upset. Yeah, That's what I've got for her. Because Dakota Kai is not as young as Cora Jade. <laughs> but she also has parental problems or childhood problems and freaks out a bit. It. <laughs> is this a Dakota Kai you remember, Tasty? I, I remember the one who... Oh, I was going to say, I remember the one who feuded with Taken Knock, but she's gone as well, haven't you, sir? Yeah, she's gone. Who's that? <laughs> uh, next up, we get, I'm going to say Jibba Jay, but you don't know who they are. Uh, Benson and Briggs, or whatever they're called, their actual name. Um, Josh Briggs and James Benson, or Ben Jiggs, or... I, I don't know. I don't even know their names, no. so... Yeah, um, they go with the Ketman girls. That's Katie Catanzaro and. Oh, Kaden is this Carter. the bit at the fucking country festival? They go to the country rock <laughs> Right. So this was really confusing at the end. So they're trying to like do dancing and they're doing like sort of sexy dancing. And then the girls are like, no, 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 we've got to do the line dancing. So they do. Yeah. Then they do a bit of line dancing. <laughs> and then I think it's kind of heavily implied the girls just start dancing with each other and they make like excited sexy guy faces like they were doing like girl and girl stuff. And I don't understand what's going on. So basically they're festival goers. They like going to festivals, like the Uns 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 festivals. Who the two That's nuts. what they've been doing. The... No, no, the girls. Right, okay. But because Benson and Briggs or whatever their name, Jensen and Briggs, that's it. Um, they win, They won their match last week that they've been celebrating since and then they took them to go partying. So instead of a festival, they went to a rock country concert. Country rock concert. Yeah. That's all I've got for you. <laughs> yeah. Sexy dancing because they're festival girls. That's why. And then, like, yeah, they were like, the boys were all like, yeah, at the end. Like, Root. sexy things had happened. Rooting, tooting, and snooting the white powder, I tell you. It's what we all love to see. Uh, Next next up, if you didn't know that Grayson Waller's a cunt, you'll see plenty more of him this week. Yep. As he just comes out in the ring, he goes, that man overstayed his welcome, talking about Johnny Gargano. Again, not saying his name. He he says, that man. (laughs) Um. Me and Troy got annoyed by this last week. A chant that goes, shut the hell up. Who, who says that? Well, they can't say fuck, can they? Because it's all, uh... I mean, but 
why no one ever says shut the hell up like no. normally it's weird so we reckon it's one of those fed in ones that's what we reckon <laughs> um Waller relives last week and we don't want to cry crying cry faces uh, Waller takes a piss about people on Twitter how they've got no fans and they follow people that they don't like yada 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 he goes Vic Joseph you didn't do a single thing last week just shows what kind of man you are oh but oh boy Vic Joseph came out with a swinger at the end on the segue to the next part where he goes we can only take the high road but he's not even verified on social media <laughs> He also, he also told Wade Barrow that he had some bad news for him, which I quite enjoyed. <laughs> Get that with Wade Barrett. Uh, <laughs> it's either he says it or Joseph says it. It's great. Uh, yeah, well done, Vic Joseph. Not taking shit from no one. Uh, next up, we get Diamond Mines say they're divine and conquering. That's fair. That's what they usually do every week. And then after that, it's our favourite segment. Lashing out with Lash Legend. What the shit is Oh, here we go. Like, seriously, (laughs) I thought I'd, like, slipped into a fucking fever dream. Like, what the actual fuck is happening? This was, like, this was, like, a a, a Japanese advert that you see for, like, a product you've never heard of before. And, like, no one looked like they knew what the fuck they were doing. Like, Kushida's there in, like, a mad outfit with some guy I've never even heard of before. This guy won fucking tag team titles with Alex Shelley. And what the shit is he doing now? (laughs) This man won the junior heavyweight title at Wrestle Kingdoms. Yeah. Uh, and this is what he's doing now, Tasty. They're in a, they're, he's in a tag team called, and I have to double check this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jacket <laughs> time. Jacket time. Get it, because the jacket man and he's a time man. Yeah, because he does yeah. time and they, he does jackets. And it's, yeah. like, it's like fucking head cheese all over again. Head <laughs> cheese. Uh, and Wendy Chu walks past the camera as well for the third week in a row. She just appears and then she's in the crowd later on. Do you know who Wendy Chu is? Basically? I haven't got a fucking clue. It's, oh, isn't she Zia Ling? No, 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 no. Zia Ling's on SmackDown. Um, it's Mei Ying or Karen Q. Oh, it's okay. So do you know we see Boa later that's yeah. now got Mei Ying inside? The woman that was meeting now just so Boa Lee's kept his gimmick, but they've changed her one. But they've got rid of her gimmick to give to him because Meeting's inside him but now. Didn't Mei Ying also like concuss Mercedes Martinez? Like for that reals. was that was that uh, was it Meeting? Well, maybe I'm sure it was Meeting actually. You might be right now. It was the one who used to sit on the throne. I can't remember who that was. Yeah, it was yeah, it's Meeting. Yeah. See, see, it's just all over the place. They don't know what they're doing anymore. It's almost like they're caught in between, like two, like two bridge, like two, like foothold. Like they don't want to completely let go of the old NXT. Like they want to keep things around that are on there, but at the same time, they want to blow everything up and start again with new, like new talent. And they're just like falling in the middle, and it's just it's fucking crazy. It's like it's like you've like invited a load of people around for a party, but you've only half decorated your house. Oh, it's great. You love to see it. Um, the, the only line I've got for this is Jacket Dime go, our secret is style strong. Yes. Get, do you get it tasty? Because... Instead of strong style, which is like actually good. Yeah. They're just going to wear a jacket. And at the end, Jiro stands up and shouts Jacket Time. 
Yeah, because that's their thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, more on them later. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, next up, Ivy Nile of the Diamond Mine versus Amari Miller. I like Ivy Nile. She looks good. Yeah, she is very good. Miller briefly escapes uh, Nile in two takedowns, but death is inevitable, like a praying mantis making love, because yeah. the partner gets the head bit off. I mean, yeah. Nile gets the, gets pretty much fuck all to do it. She just like does. Yeah. I mean, there's a nice bit where um, Nile sort of knocks Miller down, and then like just sort of puts her feet on the ropes and just does push ups on it, which is quite cool. Yeah, it um, shows off shows off them them guns. I, w- I would like to question Barrett in some of his commentary in this match, though. He goes, Amari has a lot of spunk and a lot of love in her. Uh, uh, I thought he was a married man, but Jesus Christ, all right, Barrett. Cool. Uh, not a lot actually happens in the match. Just nice transitional wrestling into Dragon Sleeper for a nail win. Yeah, like a, like a good Dragon Sleeper. That yeah, nice. that's, a, that's our finisher, is that Dragon Sleeper. Yeah. So... Um, she's only had a couple of matches. She's looking promising. They've all been relatively quick to build her up. So, all right? Can I can I read out what is written down on this next segment? Because this is gonna this is gonna this is gonna, right. So I've got says, two lines on this. So go for it. It says, "Quote: <clears throat> Mackenzie spoke with Zion Quinn. He said he now knows the game that Electra Lopez is playing. Game on. I don't know who the fuck any of these people are." <laughs> um. Electra Lopez is the woman in um, Legado del Fantasma with Santos Escobar. Right. Now, now there's a woman in there and she's like weirdly the leader, but not the leader at the same time. What is a Zion Quinn? Zion Quinn is the man that spoke. <laughs> I don't know what one is, but it's him. But then, because it, it was all spiraling out of control, like, like a nice comfortable safety blanket, Robbie E turns up. Oh, I mean, you've just called him Robbie there. <laughs> <laughs> he's 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 still Robbie to me, damn it! <laughs> oh gosh! Um, and then and then, so this this was fucking weird. So like, Zion oh. Quinn's cutting his promo, and all of a sudden, Robert Stone's cutting a separate promo in the same segment, and then all of a sudden, Von Wagner turns up and he's cutting a third separate promo in the same segment. Wagner with his Wagner smash. They don't, but they don't Beautiful interact. Team. These promos don't interact with anybody. Like no, they're just nothing that Zion Quinn says is related to anything that Robert Stone says, and nothing he says is related to anything that Von Wagner says. I think what they were trying to go for is that Robert Stone gets wants to be like listened to and spoken to, but then folk just either didn't listen to him or just talk over him. And then yeah. he gets shit scared because one Wagner goes, oh, you don't like it. Talk to me, girl. And then he goes, okay, right. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it was just, it just felt weird. It was. that There was like three different people in his face in a minute. Uh, next up, you want, you want to talk about MSK, mate? Uh, oh, MSK have done presumably all of the drugs with that riddle. <laughs> What's in their little man bag after so six got, weeks of wanting to know? We've got a baseball bat. We've got a traffic cone. We've got uh, John Cena's US Championship spinner belt, to which the Thugonomics song plays. Actually plays which we bat, talked about like on our on our um, thingy on our entrance music show the other day. Um, and then he said all this stuff's weighing them down. They need to like get let go and reclaim the tag titles. And the way they're going to do it, I thought he was going to pull out like a Harold and Kumar sized bag of weed. 
<laughs> or like a massive bong or something. I mean, if, if this was, if this made sense, that's what he would do. That's but what they would do. Yeah, he pulls out the scooter. All right, I, th- I think at the most vague with being on the nose is brownies. I think you would probably is so the like, sco- is the scooter like a metaphor for marijuana? No, the scoot the scooter. Um, is it not? Was that a metaphor just for all oh, this weighs you down? So here's something to does, get you does, going. Does the scooter symbolise like lots of weird because they all pull out scooters and look really happy with each other, and then they all <laughs> rag off on their scooters together to go and have a good scooter time and not smoke any drugs. Uh, to be fair, Tasty, after six weeks of all this build over what's in the bag, it was interesting, but at the same time, it really wasn't interesting. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. These guys, just... They put these guys over to Brazil on reference twice. <laughs> it... oh. It's a shame for the Grizzle Young veterans as well. <laughs> it's absolutely appalling. Um, next up, we get Harlan's debut match versus Guru Raj. Right, no, I, I have issues here. Either. So Joe, <laughs> G- Joe Gacy looks like he should be a gravy seal. <laughs> right, okay. You know those like overweight like patriots in the US who wear like army surplus gear and stand around like protecting the country. All right, I am with you. Yeah, and Harlan just looks like um, if Kane was like a white supremacist. <laughs> White supremacist Kane, let's go. So they let's just have him beat up a non-white dude, because that's cool. <laughs> Big white dude beats up a small foreigner man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, America, so- mate. <laughs> like the opportunity where we can beat up any people of any colour we want. Um yeah, this I mean it's a squash, isn't it? Yeah. Uh match match starts, Guru Raj gets whipped like a diva in two thousand. Uh, Harland hit something for the win. I don't even know because when I was waiting for the replay, we it didn't was, get one. It was like a side slam ish sort of thing. All I remember is that he ended with like a cross on his neck. Don't do his... crosses. Don't do crosses. <laughs> if you look like that, <laughs> don't do crosses. Oh, uh, basically, Joe Gacy goes, Do you feel better? He shakes his head and goes, No, proceeds to commit, commit more crime. Yeah. So. Almost, almost like hate. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, next up, we get La Knight. Ellie Knight continues to call Waller an incel. Yeah. Probably just wonders why the fuck everyone else is like 10 years younger than all of a sudden. He's just the dad that just won't go. Like, away. Where, where's all the people my age gone? Why is it all kids? <laughs> oh, you gotta feel sorry for them, eh? Uh, he's not even getting called up at any it's fine. Uh, and then after that, he, he he basically just wants to know where Waller is, tell him to come at me. Fair. Uh, next up, we get was throwing them out, uh, throwing Harland and Joe Gacy out uh, down the stairs. Brian Kendrick just gets launched. <laughs> <Brian Kendrick> just, <laughs> just gets hoofed down the flight of stairs like Mickey and Rocky Three. The thing is, it was the fact that you've not seen Brian Kendrick for. Like what a year or yeah. whatever. You mean, you mean you saw him real well here when he nearly twatted the cameras? He flew down a flight of stairs. <laughs> he actually went flying. I was like, holy fuck! The first time we see you in about a year, and you've just been yeeted downstairs. It's fine. Oh, you look, fair play, Brian Kendrick. We see him later on, just in the hospital, getting medical attention at a local medical facility. Thank you. 
Oh, I'm sure they said hospital. Did they say the H word? They're not meant to, but I think Vic Joseph did say. <laughs> oh, it's dodgy. Uh, next up, we get Cora Jade versus Dakota Kai. Uh, Mandy dipped in used oil, just appears from the ringside. Is that a fucking nowhere? She's like, I'm going to do gum. Do you know? Like, All right, okay. Huh? Cat, cat women style wear a leather outfit. Uh, the match starts. Um, but Barrett, I never want to hear the line, Simpin ain't easy, Vic. Or just Simpin ain't easy. I don't want to hear that line ever in my life, ever again. It's an insult to the great childhood. <laughs> because he, sim- he simps over Mandy Rose, because that's what he does this whole game. I haven't written down everything he said about Mandy because I don't want to. No, it made me borderline uncomfortable. Yeah, it was a bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dakota just bullies Cora Jade like the crowd did last week and at War Games. Everyone seems to be cheering for her this week. Um, at War Games, she tried to skate and it didn't go well for her tasty. And <laughs> we got a you can't, oh you can't skate chant. And she came down with a tiny skateboard. The the one she had last time was yo. Is this like it's just like Vince must have seen like a clip of Darby skating? I was like, can anyone on, can you do that? You do it, do the skating. And she's like, I, I don't know how to do it. You look do like it. you know how to do it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mark Andrews to do your theme music. He's the most tattooed person on NXT 2.0. You right, you, you, you skateboard. No, that's what you do. You with the part sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, uh, Vic Joseph says um, you can hear the love from the crowd for Cora Jade as two people um, clap for her as she kicks out on the two. Just Kevin Dunn forgets to press the button. <laughs> uh, all I've got for this is Cora Jade wins in Cora Jade fashion. She hasn't got a finisher tasty. No, so this is the second match of the night where the heel gets distracted by going for some sort of weapon and then gets been. Uh, uh, Cora Jade, the past, I think our whole, all our matches, just one has been roll up. A quick right. roll up or something. I mean, I saw a clip where she like played, she jumped off the um, the War Games cage and that was pretty cool. She done that weird flip to injure her arm. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, it looked all right, but she also didn't do the game. Yeah, so, so Dakota went under the ring to get a uh, non golden jewel. No, just a normal one. And then as, as she went in, the referee took it off her because obviously it's not a no DQ match. And then, yeah, um, yeah Corey just rolls her up for the win. Yeah. Uh, Dakota goes, nah, fuck this, grabs her shovel and goes, um, all right, okay, cool. Raquel comes out because that's still... They're, well, they're, they're, they're going to have a match. And then for some reason, Toxic Attraction just come out because why not? Because Cora Jade pinned Mandy Rose at War Games. Right. So then uh, they, yeah. It's nice to see um, Gigi Dolan's wearing a Jimmy Rave shirt. I didn't even know this. I, I didn't even pay attention to that. Which, I, is, I pretty think, o- which is pretty awesome. I think this is where my McDonald's came to the door. Though, so. <laughs> I'll blame it on that. <laughs> <clears throat> um, next up, we get more Grayson Waller. Wow. Have you had they're enough really, of him yet? They're really putting a lot of stuff. They're really betting big on Grayson Waller, here, aren't they? They're really good. Oh, you attacked that man. Oh, um, Tiffany Stratton. You you won't know who that is. The the last they went. My daddy says. Yeah, who who is is your dad? Anyone of note? Or? 
Ah, we don't even know what she looks like. We've just had vignettes from her. Right, okay. Promo vignettes. So we don't even... She's just some right witch girl. Right witch girl? White rich girl. Sorry, there you go. Say Sorry. right. My daddy, that's my daddy. And then Io Shirai completely has a go at her. And then Waller's like, oh, the girls love me. Cute. Nah, you're just a pleb. It's fine. Uh, next up, we get Luigi. I, I fucked it already. I fucked the pun, but it's fine. Tony D'Angelo and Andre Chase. I was going to hey, go for forget, forget about it. Is he from New York? Is he from Italy? Is he from Chicago? Who knows? He likes pizza. He likes pizza. <laughs> uh, right, I did not see much of this match because I was putting some batteries and some Christmas lights. Sorry, and that was I... more compelling. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, how you meant to get invested in the match when it was two heels, tasty. I mean, it was also only four minutes long. It was... I, I didn't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was having a great time with the batteries. I thought it was three whole double A's, so I thought you lined them all up properly and everything. It took you four minutes. I had to get, like, I had to get the screwdrivers because it, it was like a little tiny. Uh, them, oh, uh, yeah, it was a whole thing, right? It was, it was oh, like, mate, I feel sorry for like you. It's like an escape room. <laughs> uh, Tony D'Angelo does grapples, throws, and suplexes. Chase does a spelling thing with his loyal fans. There's a little seg, like a segment in the crowd, a section of them just all wearing jumpers and flags. I don't know if you've seen them or not. No. No, Andre Chase has like a loyal fan section. I'm sure they're not the they're for the match. Definitely not paid. No. <laughs> um, he goes C H A S E U. What does that spell? Chase you. Chase you. Is that as in I'm going to chase you or like Chase University? Like what's he, what's he in the back there? <laughs> or is it all one word and we just don't oh, know what ch- that ch- word is? Chase you. Chase you. <laughs> Uh, Tony comes back with amateur wrestling and his neck breaker for the win, basically. Um, Tony goes on the mic, says he smacked the tea and crumpet out of Pete Dunne at War Games. Uh, Dunne instantly appears as soon as his name is mentioned. Yeah, it's nice to see Pete Dunne. He's still, yeah. still appearing on, on the show. I like, I like a little bit of Pete Dunne. I once said that I thought Pete Dunne would be the first ever English um, WWE champion. That's not it looking could, good. It could still happen, but it's not no. looking good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he goes, well, Dunn doesn't really say much. He never does, to be honest. Uh, Tony goes, look in the corner. I bet you want that mouth guard back. Uh, I'll literally right after that. He walks away. Um, I'll literally right after that. that um, why would you want the mouth guard if it's been in a box? He's had his grubby mitts on it. And then, like, like and then Pete Dunne like stands on the box to break it. To break it, and stands it all, on and his shit own mouth just guard. goes everywhere. And then he just picks it up and is like, "Yeah, I got it back." And then he puts just it in his get, mouth. Just, just get another one, mate. They're not, they're not expensive. Yeah, he, he literally puts it in his mouth. Yeah, they're not expensive, right. mate. The COVID, mate. You know, not to fucking put stuff in your mouth. But it's not You're me. telling me NXT 1.0 wages can't afford new mouth guards? Like, there's a fucking pandemic, mate. Don't be putting stuff on the floor in your mouth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't be doing that. Is it any good? Yeah, P. Dunn basically snaps Tony D'Angelo's fingers in the ring and puts his unclean mouth guard in his mouth. Cool. Yeah. Yep. That, it's, 
I feel sorry for Pete Dunne in this, to be honest. I know they're trying to big up the new stars, but... He deserves better than this. Remember when he was in like, that really hot stable with like Pat McAfee? <laughs> Do you remember when he was the... Uh, Do you remember when say... he was... Remember when he was putting on fucking classics with Walter? Do you remember when he was putting on classics with Tyler Bate and he was in a tag team with Roderick Strong briefly and then... He was in war games. He was in war games and he was just a top lad. Now, like... <laughs> now he's doing a mid-card comedy feud. Uh, I feel sorry for him. Really let me make it perfectly clear. Pete Dunne's great at lots of things, but mid-card comedy is definitely not... Like, no. <laughs> Definitely not. He's not a Mike sort of guy. So <laughs> no. Uh, next up, we get more Grayson Waller, but this time even his War Games partner Braun Breaker. Walker room leader Braun Breaker kicks him out. Uh, <laughs> can't, can't wait for next week and Randy Orton shits in his bag. <laughs> uh, he basically states superstars have their own locker room anyway. Well, you've got to hear one first, pal, before you can say that. Come the fuck, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. More, more grace and water that you need. This is how many segments have we had now? With just him being shouted at. That's like three times. Oh, yeah, it's the third time. And we see him again before the end of the show as well. Yeah. Uh... I mean, it's almost like it's like the fucking Pookie thing. Like whenever, whenever Grace and Waller's not on screen, everyone should be asking, "Where's Grace and Waller?" <laughs> Yeah, it's generally that, but we don't. We no, because nobody gives a fuck where Grayson yeah. Waller is. Whenever Grayson Waller's not on the screen, yeah, I'm having a, I'm just having a nice breather. Like, oh, he's gone now, it's fine. We don't want him on our screen that much. Please, I get it. He's a heel. He did a bad thing. It's cool. Oh. And next up, we get Boa versus Idris Anofi. Uh This is Idris and Nofi's second next team match we've seen. He, oh, debuted, he, he looked, debuted last week. He looked okay. I mean, as well as you can look in a three minute match where you basically do like three moves. <laughs> he, he got more offense in the last match. I can't remember who he was against. Oh, I can't remember. It, 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 he looked pretty good for this being a second yeah, match. Hit a nice fisherman suplex, which was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Basically, I've got one little sentence. Boa takes stand, but we watch Anofi get quick flurries every so often until that vicious um, heel kick to give Boa the win. Yeah, it's like a black mass, except like um, Anofi's like on his knees. Yeah, because yeah. you know Boa's not that tall. You can't you can't get like the, the sort of six foot foot height like Malachi Black. I mean, Boa is a fair size. He is quite lengthy. Yeah, traffic. It's all it's all body, it's not legs. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So wait, is yeah, so yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean Boa looked alright, he looked legit. I don't know what his plan is because he's got like what how what can you do with a guy who doesn't talk? Yeah, I I don't know what's happening because Boa has been losing constantly. But now Boa's got this win. So are they gonna try and push Boa now? Send Boa. Send Boa. <laughs> Send Boa. All right, let's go. Uh, next up, Raquel backstage. She shows Chiquita and a lot and Spanish, other Spanish words. Uh, she wants to end Dakota Kai in a street fight because that's how their friendship started. Yeah, they should end how they started it. 
and a street, street fight. fight. Yep. Uh, next up, more Grace. There we go. More, more Grace. It's all right. More... He's, he's getting in his car now, though. Well, well, he's getting an LA Knight's car. The LA Knight stole from him last week. No, it's his car. It's LA Knight's car. But Ellie Knight stole the girl that was in the passenger seat. But now he stole, Grayson... he stole the girl like she was some sort of property. <laughs> well, Waller was flirting with her. We've come a long way. Yeah, Waller <laughs> was flirting with her, and then Ellie Knight came away, come with me, darling, and just jumped in the car. Remember how we were talking at the start of the episode about like how we've come a long way in twenty years? Maybe we haven't. Maybe 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 we're the bad guys. <sighs> <laughs> and then it was like cool and then she's sitting in the car this time but he drives away we don't even see the woman's face that time this time so she's not even get tv time is it, is it what if it's that tiffany stratton woman <sighs> daddy wouldn't be happy with her yeah but that's the point maybe she wants to make daddy mad oh oh <laughs> but then she wouldn't get all that dollar dollar yeah <laughs> Mate, I'm, I'm, I know we're giving, this, we're, we're giving this more credit than it deserves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, more jacket time, please. Let's go. Oh. This is Grizzle Young Veteran. Right, so just, just to put it in perspective, this is now the seventh match on this two hour show, and we're not even at the main event yet. It, it does not feel like seven matches. It oh. just it feels like we're, we're, we're in some weird yet. time paradox where it feels like less matches, but they all feel about 10 minutes longer than they are. Yeah. It's crazy, and then as we've already stated, most of the finishes seem to be very similar. Yeah. Uh, how, how do you feel about Jacket Team's music, mate? I hate everything about them. <laughs> Literally everything. <laughs> do you remember Kushida in 2016? No, I, mean, I, I uh... watched Kushida live in a fatal four way match with um, Dalton Castle someone who else I've forgotten and someone who I'm not going to talk about because he's just going back. But Kushida yeah. was really good. I remember when Kushida was like, I remember when he was in the time split, it was like Shelly and he was like one of the best, they were one of the best tag teams in like, all over the world. Yeah, why? I mean, Even him and um, Reisuke Taguchi. Yeah, it's like, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like in NXT now or in WWE even, you get to a point where it's like, they just look at you and go, ah, no, you can't really speak English so you just do either do comedy or just sit in the car and do fuck it all. WCPW's only World Cup winner, and this is what yep. he's doing now. Yep. In a tournament that had every big indie name in 2016 involved from all countries, including Rey Mysterio and Keith Lee and Jushin Thunder Liger was in it too. Ridiculous. Um, Jacket Down Tate lead uh, Tojiro uh, poses. Gets elbowed, but even then, GYV can't keep control because apparently in the NXT universe, just GYV are dog shite. Yeah. That's was, think These guys were literally challenging for the titles last time on NXT. They were like top of the four? division. Yeah, are they not former champs? They, were, they, are, they are two-time Dusty Tag Classic finalists. Yeah. They, smart, beat, they beat the Undisputed Era. I don't worry about it, mate. Don't <laughs> worry about it. That just shows you how good the youngsters are in NXT 2.0. That's what it is. Uh, 
Joseph acts like the Creed brothers when they show up were a distraction to Jacket time, but turns out they're more of a hindrance to GYV instead, giving Jacket time the win. So, yeah, so hang on. So you've got Creed brothers turn up and yep. create a distraction that allows the face team to beat the heels. Yeah. What uh, the I, shit? It like... doesn't make sense, I know. <laughs> uh, like, I can sit here and try stick up for a 2.0 as much as I can, but I can't. Why are, why are face teams winning via distraction? <laughs> why, why are just faces? Well, I mean, this... if, if, and if you want to if you want to take a, a, a broader look at this, this is now technically the third match on tonight's show that a face has won by distraction. Whether yeah. it be um, a weapon or a whether it be distraction or... by hair clippers, distraction by the referee yanking the shovel off you, or distraction by another team, and it wasn't like just that they turned up; they they ran at Grizzly and Weapons like they were going to hit them, and then they yeah. stopped, and then um, Jack and Time took over and won. But the thing is, they stood there on the ramp for so long that Kashida was putting the Kimura in for the camera to quickly span to them, like cut to them for a whole like half a second. And then Vic goes, wait a minute. <laughs> like, and because she doesn't even looking at them. <laughs> and I mean, I'm really, I'm really happy that Chris and veterans are on TV in, in NXT. It's pretty cool. You know, just to put them to cards on the table, I've I've met them both personally. Um, Jay's really good friends with with Zach. Um, they've known each other all their lives. So I have a bit of a vested interest in Chris and veterans. I've met him and, and James Drake, you know, numerous shows. They've, they've wrestled in Liverpool loads. If you're not going to use them, just let them go back to the Indies, mate. <laughs> if you're going you, to like, just job them out. Uh, Troy, Troy was saying, how would how would you like to see them in the UK again? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just just throw them back there. Because then uh, they can do UK bookings again and I get to see them on the Indies as well. Yeah, that's true. Right. Only for progress, though, and ICW. I know. No. Dan Maloney's like, uh, our current promotion champion, and he's still next to UK. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, next up, backstage, um, Bivens and Strong and Carmelo and the Tricklet Factory. Yes, that is a nickname they got given a couple of weeks ago. Um, I mean, I've, I've stopped. I've stopped getting well. The question is now. By this point, we're two hours in. <laughs> it's just blended in. It's fine. Um, yeah, they face off. There's a painting of Trick being chased with a fire torch, a blowtorch held by Loomis because that's the painting Loomis drew because he draws paintings because he doesn't speak. Yeah. Riveting. And then we, we find out later on that that's a match we're getting next week. I love how like so they'll penalise a guy like Kushida because he doesn't speak English. Yet they'll take a guy who can talk and give him a gimmick where he doesn't talk and then push him. But then he can draw, so he just draws his own. I'm sure fucking Kushida can draw. To that extent, <laughs> I mean, I mean, he draws in the ring like more than fucking Dexter Loomis ever will. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so it's all right. You, you're just getting bad flashbacks to bad days in TNA. It's fine. When he was going to use having a fucking ambulance mental health ambulance match, Mister Anderson. It's fine. Don't bring back the memories, KSK. It's fine. I'm blocking it out. Uh, next up is the main event. We finally get to the main event after lots of things have happened. Um, 
Roger Strong versus Braun Breaker. Uh, the match starts. Uh, so hang on. So before this starts, and I'm gonna. This is a good point that my my recap makes here, and it says, "Are Diamond Mine faces because they've been feuding with heels? Is Braun Breaker a face because he kicked water out of the locker room? These are all questions that we don't have any answers to." But Braun Breaker was working heel for Team Two Point Zero at War Games as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. Who knows? That's, like, uh, that's genuinely a good question. I, the thing is, Roger Strong faced Joe Gacy at 205 Live as well. Eh, 205 Live. At War Games. War Games. Yeah, so uh, who, what the fuck? Who's the face in this? Are they both? Are neither? <laughs> <laughs> Are they both still heels? We'll never know. Um yeah, match starts as basically a game of strength versus technicality before the break. Back from the break, Braun gets a lead with a power slam and tackles and a Frankensteiner, but tasty. He's definitely not a Steiner. No, he's not. He's Braun Breaker, mate. But, nah, yeah. He's definitely not a Steiner. That's fine. There's no uh, 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 like Pitbull Night barking at all from the crowd in this match. It's fine. Uh, there's a nice Olympic slam by Roderick Strong in a match. And then he instantly does a superplex that he turns into a tiger bomb as well. Yeah. Oh, like Trump's that whole good, section he's, was... He's nice, isn't he? Yeah, that whole section was just fantastic. Uh, Braun... But not a lot happens because you've got a big massive break in between match. Uh, Braun wins with his follow-away power slam, which always looks pretty good. Yep. Fair play. Um, uh, at the end of the match, whilst he's hurt in, he tries to leave the ring, but Tommy C appears, Tommaso Ciampa just big, appears. Big, big Daddy C. Big Daddy C. He does the. I can't. I can't remember the name. I never remember the name yet. The assist DVT on the uh, Willow's Bell. That one, Willow's Bell onto the belt. I don't uh, know. What you say onto the belt. It's like it's in the vicinity of the belt. It's around the well, belt. Well, yeah. The belt. The, 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 the belt is in shot. <laughs> you can see the belt. Tasty is what they went for. Okay. <laughs> The belt is um, near where his head lands. <laughs> um, I don't know what he said to Braun as a crowd chant psycho killer. He said, constantly. Welcome, welcome back to the deep end. Oh, is, that, is that what it is? I'm glad yeah. someone got that. That's fine. But yeah, and that's how the show cuts off. And my question to you is how do you feel about Braun Breaker? I mean, it's fine. He looks decent. For the time he's had training, he is. Very promising. I mean, they'll overpush him and turn him into Roman Reigns, but like the yeah. bad Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah. But until true. that, until that happens, you'll have a nice time. Yeah, he's had a nice time so far. To be honest, I don't think he's had a bad match. Considering he's already faced I mean, Gargano ready, and Aladdin. Are you, are you ready for Braun Breaker versus Von Wagner to be like the feud in NXT for like two years? Oh no! When everyone else just leaves, <laughs> it's Casey, just that. Stop! I don't, I don't want more Von Wagner in my life. I mean, that's what's good. They're, they're, they're just, just from my, my perception of watching this and like what I've read about NXT 2.0, they're the two guys. Who, and maybe, or maybe it'll just be Bron Breaker versus fucking what's his dick in face? Um, uh, Grayson Waller versus Bron Breaker, like fucking forever. It'll be like Tommaso Ciampa versus Gargano, just without any talent. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, without any star power. What if what in, but instead what of like inst- instead of like DDTs onto the exposed ring, he'll just be wrestled. <laughs> oh, oh, the hate of Rob Breaker there that upsets me. 
I don't hate Rob Riker. I think he's all right. I think um, they've got to be real careful with him because I think I don't think he can do an yes. awful lot. But I think they've, and I don't think, and, and I don't, so and I, I don't think they'll be real careful with him going forward. I, I think they have been okay so far with it. Like he, he had, as I say, he had a ladder match with Gargano just before War Games. It was fantastic. Yeah, but I don't think I think once he gets that belt, you might have some problems. Yeah, you can't go from like. Gargano, Champa, Andrade, Adam Cole. To that. Breaker. <laughs> it's a it's a very drastic swerve in a certain direction. I mean, have you seen the NXT roster? The past six months have been a swerve. Yeah, we, we ain't in full sale anymore, are we? <laughs> no. um, but yeah, that that was NXT two point uh, Tasty. Do you have any highs and lows? Uh, yeah, let's go for it. Um, Hi, I'm going to say the opening match. Uh, apart from the end of being a bit, really, a bit silly, it was really good fun. I like Cameron Grimes. He's, I think he's, out of all the guys who were on Black and Gold, I think he's one of the ones who probably fits the best in this new era. Yeah. I think he's probably got the, the he's probably got the highest life expectancy of all the old guard. And he's already got like an outlandish character before yeah. this change happens. He's, so. he's the one I'm least concerned for his immediate future. Of everybody yeah. on NXT 2.0, who's there, who's like a hangover from from the old the old show. Um, Duke Hudson looks fine. Like yeah. he's, I I wanted to see him get his ass kicked, so he he works as a heel, and you know he did get his ass kicked, which was great. Um, match was fun. Um, yeah, they didn't they, did, they just kept it, you know, just simple simple enough to make it a good TV match. Yeah, uh, and yeah, it was it was and yeah, it was easily the, the best thing on the show ever in terms of in reaction. Um, down. Went for one. Everything involved. <laughs> everything involved in jacket time. Oh, poor jacket time. So because <laughs> that way I can have the fucking lash, whatever the fuck lashing out. Oh, that is tripe every week. I wouldn't know any about it. Like me and Troy hate it. Both like and have both funny. lashing out and the burial of Brazilian veterans all under one nice <laughs> umbrella. <laughs> That's fair. That makes sense. Uh, I'll go. I'll go with the last match then. It's going to be one of the two. As how, as I said, they usually like to do a good match at the start, a good match at the end, and then it's called usually a sh- it's called a shit sandwich, mate. It's genuinely a shit sandwich. Um, so I'll take Strong versus Breaker. It was a good match. It was the match I was looking forward to the most, and it did make me happy. To yeah, and it was. It was. It, I mean, I've, I've thrown some shade at Breaker, but it was a nice clash of styles. Like Strong, yeah. very technical, very small, very quick. Breaker's just this big beef boy, and yeah, yeah. Uh, my low, uh, not the fact that Grayson Waller is a heel, but the fact that we've seen a lot of them and yeah. they're really pushing. He was definitely he's... a little bit overexposed in this episode. Yeah. Like you should want a heel to go away because you hate him, not because you're bored of him. Yeah, not because you're sick of the sight of him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. They're really pushing for this Gargano attack or that man that got attacked last week. That man who they... That yeah, man. I, mean, I mean, they literally fed him during Gargano's entire career. Is that not enough? Do you need yeah. to have him on four separate segments? Go and look what I did. Let me show you this video of me attacking this man. Who has no name. Despite the fact <laughs> he was in NXT for like 10 years. Oh, you'll love to see it. Oh, eh... Yeah, that's NXT 2.0. There's our ups and downs. 
Um, Tasty, will you be watching NXT 2.0 in the future? Um, no. In fact, I'm going to be sending Troy a massive multi-pack of vitamins so that he's never sick again, ever, so I never have to do that. <laughs> um, on that note, thanks everyone for listening. Um, join us on Facebook, YouTube, and there's probably another one at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. And you can join us at Instagram, Twitter, Discord, all that good stuff. Discord and Twitch at Untitled Rest Pod, where we do either get to know you, where it's a topic of some sort, or check out the one we dropped this week on our favourite ever entrance themes because that absolutely slaps. We had a really good time. There you go. We've got our end of year, our quiz, our awards. We're also doing me and one of the friends of the podcast are doing our drinking games for old pay per view watch alongs. Oh. And then tomorrow, oh. Aaron's going to Liverpool, and we're going to take him out to the top class drinking establishment. So there might yeah. be a video of us all having a little cry when we have too much to drink. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> keep an eye out for that. <laughs> uh, I've been Aaron. That's been tasty. Uh, I, 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 I say farewell, goodbye, salute. Bye. Aye, and also, this is this, I'm doing the Aaron bit now, so I'm doing the joke. And I have to think of this while we're doing the podcast, so it's not very good. Um, which NXT 2.0 superstar should you invite round for Christmas dinner? I don't know. Bron Baker. Because <laughs> he'd make you a nice cake. There you go. That Fucking was terrible. <laughs> he just wasn't offensive. Come on. <laughs> Hello, yes, Dan Housen here. Dan Housen has been summoned. You must love this podcast, Housen, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Housen. Yeah.